Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to the Daniel Baldwin Show. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? Jim Kelly, you're listening to Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Think I thought it was, I was gonna let you down. Didn't think it was coming all the way. I there need we go. to do that. Now that's kind of an acting exercise that we do. You know, there's uh, people that do all kinds of different mantras and stuff. But you want to clear yourself. You want to get yourself breathing. You want to center Very yourself. Good. For me, it's a phlegm factory happening in there. That's fine. And I need you to hear the golden voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, baby. And I'm here today with Joe Salzo and AKA Larry Dickman and. K-Rock Josh, the leader of the world. happening, everybody? Of course. What's uh, going on? You know, just a regular day. I had to have a a sonogram or something today on my belly, so I'm feeling weird about that. You had to have a sonogram. Now, a sonogram is the jelly and then like when you're pregnant. Yes. That's what it felt like. It was really gross. What's your due date? uh, Next month. He's kicking. He's he's coming along very nice. There's an extra pellet in the the vision. As you can see right there. Look at that. Well, usually you drop really low when it's a boy. (laughs) Oh, then I am riding high. Yeah, you're riding high. It might be a hishi. It might be a hishi. It might be a little bother. Who knows? I'm very excited. Yes. So, so what's going on with the belly? They had to check my kidneys and liver functions because I may have a fatty liver because every part of me is fatty. So I have to go. You know, so, we, we, so, so, so here lies. Thank exactly. you. Thank you, Larry. Yes, I'm so, fat. So, so when we go into the contest here, the weight loss contest, mm-hmm. we talk about nutrition, you're just in full-blown denial. I'm, 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 not, in de- I'm not in denial but you're anymore. you're being forced to look at this now. You yeah, I, mean, I gotta do something. I gotta do something, Daniel. Well, you know, right? listen, it's, listen. It's very, very easy. Bikini season's coming up. We gotta look good. It's very, very easy. It, it, the, the, all this stuff about exercise and everything else. Just cut back and drink more water. That's all you gotta do. I've been doing what you do. Say, every, you said every morning, just fill my stomach with washer, water, with water, and I have been. I have with been. washer, with washer fluid. <laughs> I, I eat Tide Pods. I'm eating washers. Yeah, it's exactly right out you the throw gate. Throw the in the screws morning. right mm-hmm. out. I just eat the washers. I do. I've been slamming water. I, uh, you know, I just kind of. I slam water, but then I stop and get a BK double on the way back to work. So, what so do you... did you hear the exciting news for the morning show next week? I've heard rumblings of this. There's this rumblings. Is... I think I need to let people know out there that we will be united, Larry Dickman, Joe Salzone, and myself, taking on the responsibilities from 6 to 9 on TK99, replacing Gomez and Lisa, who are on vacation. So I've been sitting in on this show mm-hmm. uh, pretty regularly now. Yeah. And uh, I get this uh, little, just a, at a glance from Gomez, who says, by the way, we're off all next week. We're on vacation. And I looked at him and I said, what? <laughs> what? And he goes, yeah, Lisa and I do our vacation at the same time. And so we, we try to do it so we don't have to take two weeks off or, or do the show without each other. So this is our week. And I said, okay, well, what goes on in your place? And he said, well, we do a best of Lisa and Gomez. Sure. And I said, okay, well, there's a problem. <laughs> 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 no, no, no offense, but there's a problem. What do you do with so the rest I'm of the build two and a half hours? So, right, right, right. <laughs> no, I'm I mean, you I mean no. <laughs> so, so, so. Anyway, I, I, I've been. It's hard, you know, uh, as it is here. I've had to learn from you guys. You know, you got to stop talking and be ready at this time. And you know, he gives me the look. You know, Joe, yeah. and and it's not out of any disrespect he's trying to teach me you're getting into a subject matter where his hand goes up by the red button like sure. he's ready and i go okay am i going too far and he goes 
Yeah, ESPN, ESPN. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and I like to take it to the edge, but I appreciate the advice because, you know, I come from, radio-wise, I come from Howard Stern stuff, you know. So right, and it's good that you do go to the edge because it means you're comfortable doing it. You're well, not well, tense so, doing so, it. So because we, we fly under the banner of ESPN, and I think we're already a little unorthodox in some of the subject matter that we do, and we do we do get to some sports, but this is more of a talk show to me, yeah. let's face it. Yeah. And I think that when you when you got guys like Park, who, who are, you know, he knows his stuff. He's the announcer for a lot of the local sports. Everyone counts on him. And then you've got Axe, who throws in a bit of a factual versus his opinion and his following. And then you got a wild card in the middle that's going, what is he talking about? I you love know? being the wild card. Right. I, I, I prefer that. So, obviously, for me, the opportunity to do a show where I can talk about anything I want Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's much more intriguing. Sure, you know, sure. I love sports, don't get me wrong, and I'm not going to stop doing this show. Yeah, uh, We've talked about the possibility of maybe moving the time of the show to be sure. closer to the morning if the morning thing happens. So I went to the great one, mm-hmm. the great one, Ed Levine, uh, and, and, and the mighty powerful uh, man standing behind the curtain. Uh, and, and I said to him, uh, can I get, if I, Joe says he'll do it, can I do the show myself? Maybe I'll bring Jacqueline in, you Ooh, know. Couple, this is going to be hot. Yeah, you know, but I mean, the idea, with the part that gets me is I was never on with Howard. Well, if we were on a roll, we went to a commercial. Like, we didn't care. Yeah, you, know you don't. Yeah. You, you want to be in the ballpark. You know, you don't want to go 10 minutes over. Sure. Or something, but, but certainly, we know. And, and, and when I'm doing it with Gomez and Lisa, it's very kind of rigid. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a you know, and, and, and three, two, one. You know, I'm looking, I'm going, what are you talking about? You right. know, or, or like, we had a comedian in today, mm-hmm. right? And so the comedian comes in, this guy, Greg Morton. Mm-hmm. Funny guy. I watched yeah. some of his stuff before we go. And he oh, and off mic, before we went in, he talks about this um, this problem with his stomach, him too. So he went and had all these tests done, and they said, we know what it is. You have a parasite. He's lost like 50 oh. pounds. So this parasite's messing him up, and he went from 195 to like 140-something now. And you can see from the videos I watched him just... A few months ago, doing stand-up, he's lost a considerable amount that's of weight. That's terrifying. And he goes, and they're not sure how to treat it, and so we started talking about antibiotics, and he goes, no, that's not the way to go. You actually have to go probiotics and rebuild the floor. And I said, you don't know what to do, do you? I said, I do. And he said, you really know what to do? I said, my wife went through it. I said, have you ever heard of FMT, which is a fecal matter transplant? They've done it. They've so, done it, Joe. So a fecal matter transplant is you use the stool of another human being that ha- that it tests that it's real, really healthy, and they they put it in like a centrifuge and turn it into liquid and then strain it, and they actually put it in you. It's gut flora that you it, replace the gut, gut flora. It's gut flora. Mm-hmm. So, so Robin has had this done, and Robin had this terrible parasitical thing going on too. It's gone, eradicated yeah. it. So I'm telling this guy what you have to do, and we're on a roll. Sure. And so I guess the clock was getting near where they're going to go to a break, and he goes, well, thank Greg. Thanks a lot for having you, Bob. And I, I, I looked over, and I thought... <laughs> We're, are you kidding me? This is fecal matter transplant on the this morning. People, are, people are texting in. Uh, they're loving people it. People are calling in. They're loving it. You can't make up this. Shh. So yeah, exactly. So so I I, I was I, I was dumbfounded. By you the like fact to flow that, a little low. You like to have yeah, a little yeah, looser rain. Yeah, I want to I want to go, man. I want to yeah. go. So I get to have the floor with the great Joe Salzone. We might get a great Joe Salzone now that he's doing the board. On the morning show. We he's very have... excited to be doing this with you, by the way. Let me tell you something. I've never seen him excited to do anything. He's excited about it. <laughs> I said to him, I said to him when we came into here, I said, listen, man, don't be afraid to come in. Every day I come in, I got stuff printed up or written up. And, you know, it, it may not be what you want to talk about, or but bring your ideas. You know mm-hmm. I mean? For you, you have to run a whole, produce a whole, and do mm-hmm. a whole show mm-hmm. in the morning. So, you know, you'll commentate on a lot of stuff, but 
it hasn't been like you've had to bring in a lot of material because I'm doing it for this one. Mm-hmm. So and I and I appreciate that. Feel free to do a little more work. What's anyway, that? Um, What's that? Um, <laughs> you, can bring, you can bring up a name or two of What's that? Who's that? Something. I told you, um, I had my belly scan today. I'm done. I did all, yeah, it's all I got. It's over. You had a belly scan. It's all I got. There's nothing really more to yeah. talk about. Want to go home now? Yeah. yeah exactly. I'm, I'm punching out. out. I'm punching out. So, so the mole is on the way down to Duke? Right now, he's on the road, yeah. He's driving. He just can't he's driving get again. Kenny. Does he, he does from door to door today. So he'll go, I don't know. Cameron Indoor is what, eight hours away, I, I think? I hope he doesn't come back. Maybe mm-hmm. he's got like a bunch of brandies. Remember the song Brandy? No. Don't you remember the song you said? I say Brandy. Oh, is it like Ho in Every Area Code kind yeah, of thing? That's it. But he had the same so maybe name? he's driving down the 95 and he just stops and all these, you know. Oh, just stay there, please. <laughs> God, that would make my life so much better. You, you want just... the mole out? Oh, yes. I want the mole removed. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. cancerous mole? Get oh. out of my life. See? Uh, I think you guys secretly really like each other, your friends. It's a, it's a, it must be a real hidden secret. <laughs> I, I I think I think in our talks mm-hmm. that he really likes Joe. He does like Joe. I yeah, think Joe's the only one that of his staff that he can count on to do things. Unless it's snowing, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, no, this is yeah, not. Yeah. A, he would have been it's an amazing radio there, producer. Yeah. Imagine how far Joe's career would have been if he lived in Florida. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and he never had to call in. Oh man, he he owned own the station. Right <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could have, I could have retired ten years ago. Exactly right. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, what know, is this duo going to be like, the two of you? I, I can't wait. Well, you know what's going to be interesting just to see when you add Jacqueline to the room? Yeah. So if you add Jacqueline to the room, then Jacqueline has been on our show here on ESPN, uh, and but she's my niece. Yeah. She's my my sister Beth's daughter. My sister Beth has six kids, Jack, Jessica, Jacqueline, Jennifer, Jean, Jill, and Jonathan. Very so nice. that house, where I was the cool uncle that came by and took him to do fun stuff and blah, blah. So Jacqueline ended up working for me one summer while I was shooting a movie. That was a great story. Yeah, and it's and I couldn't tell the whole story. <laughs> I'm sure uh, it was it was it was classic. But we we have a, a kind of a special bond. We actually hung together. I helped her through things, you know, that she needed my help with as a an uncle that wasn't like her father uncle. Yeah. You know, I was more like a, 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 a an old older brother uncle. You know, now we know how a bro uncle, a bronco, bro, yeah, a bronco. Yeah. Now we know how another. Uh, how sales zone gets when uh, when women come in the studio? Do you have any plans? That will be the interesting factor. <laughs> will be what happened. Now Jacqueline's the type of person that will turn around and say something way off the cuff about sure. sex. Or sure. I want to see. I want to see how Joe handles that. Well, there are a couple of things we have to point out. Uh, one, it'll be six o'clock in the morning, so I'm not going to be in the best of moods. Uh, we're as... going to have to get the special blend of coffee. Oh, yeah. on you or something. As you drink coffee. Yeah. Oh, good. I have. Given really, that Jamaican really good... stuff, everyone is raving about his coffee, dude. Yeah. That... The brick, the coffee brick that's in the uh, the back office. Every dude, I will tell you right now. The whole talk around the office yesterday was like, "If you guys had a, if you guys had Daniel's coffee," and I go, "What?" And they're, I don't drink coffee, but they're all like, oh. "Okay, so that brick, the small brick, yeah, is twenty nine dollars for one. Yeah. The larger brick is. I don't 56. make that in a week here. <laughs> so it's twenty nine dollars, and you get pretty much two and a half pots of coffee out of it. Wow. But it is it, the reason why. There's very few coffees that I could drink black that that smooth. Jamaica Blue Mountain from the Marley Company, in, in, um, named after Bob Marley, uh, is is harvested at the very top of the Blue Mountain. So there's very little acid in the coffee at all. So it's super, super smooth, but still gives you that kick while it tastes very mellow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the best coffee I've ever had in the world, but I try to find it. It's really hard. So I got How do order. you get it? I find it on the internet yeah. by people who have stock, stock of it, but they kill me for it. I mean, I think I bought... 
I bought 12 of those small bags for $250. Wow. And I gave one out each to the boys. I don't think they appreciated that I was handing them like $40 worth of coffee. Yeah, that's, that was They were like, oh, yeah, thanks. Oh, cool coffee. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I have, I'll, I'll make your cup of it. Uh, we'll, right. we'll have it ready for you on call, sir. I'll be oh, here. He'll be wired. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I know that I've got my own show to do, but I'm more excited about what's happening. What's going to be happening have here? Jacqueline, I might have Jacqueline give Joe a massage. Oh, where? Come on. Right on the show. Oh, no. I mean, we're on the body. Oh, we're on the body? Yeah, no. We're going to have See where we're going here already? Right, well, you're going to be... Yeah, look at him. See? He's already going to work an angle. Jacqueline would... I think she'd punch you square in the face. I don't... I, oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah. mess with Jacqueline. Sure. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. It's a fetish. Never mind. Contact <laughs> with contact. Rub me, rub me, punch me. Yeah, exactly. I like it. That's first yeah. base, isn't it? It's kind of just first base, Joe. Kind of just first base. So, uh, let's... let's uh, con- what's the tease for the break? Uh, the New England Patriots will not get into a bidding war for Rob Gronkowski with the WWE. Now, I don't buy this story, but they're reporting that they are not going to get involved in a bidding war for Gronkowski's services. If I'm Gronkowski, uh, I'm going for the money. He's, he's at the end of his career. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though at his age, he's taken a lot of hits, he's in pain, and the amount of money that McMahon and is going to wave at him right now to get involved in the XFL and the wrestling yeah. thing. And evidently he likes the wrestling thing. So we'll talk a little bit more about that after the break uh, here on the Daniel Baldwin Show on Syracuse Radio ESPN. Tomorrow, the Orange are in Cameron Indoor for a meeting with Duke. Coverage starts at 4.30, tip-off at 6 on TK99 and ESPN AM 1200. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now, so we're back, and we were talking about um, the WWE. Uh, they, they, you know, it makes a lot of sense. Gronkowski is a big fan of wrestling, sure. So him liking wrestling and him wanting to be an actor and all the, you know, all the stuff, and the fact that they've announced that the XFL is going to come back. I mean, think about. How, what a setup that is for him. And from a financial standpoint, at this point in his career with injuries that he's suffered, you know, doesn't it make sense for him? New England's not getting better right now. Mm-hmm. You know, they're sliding. So all those things indicate to me, if I'm his agent, that I'm exploring what I'm going to do for the next 10 years that's going to put a whole bunch of money in my bank. And I tell you, New England saying that they're not going to get in a bidding war is them saying, go ahead and go do it. Yeah, is it right. Not? It is. And, it, and I think it's kind of a way to, <clears throat> it's a way to kind of screw over Gronk because it's not like the price is going to go up. If WWE offers him $2 million a year, he's got to take it because New England's going to say, that's fine, yeah, we're not going to counter. Well, 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 I mean, that's before you're even getting involved. I mean, I think it's more than that. I think it's kind of a, it's kind of a slap in his face, isn't he? I mean, he's the best tight end in football statistically. Mm-hmm. He's helped them win multiple Super Bowls and been the go-to target sure. for Brady sure. or, you know, when it comes to short uh, passes in the end zone. And you turn around before you even see what the bidding war is, and you announce, we're not getting in a bidding war with them. Like as a precursor yeah, or like warning saying, some. Goodbye. Pretty much. Aren't they saying that? Yeah. Listen, if it, you know. If I'm Gronk, I walk now. I say, yeah, okay, fine. I'll I'll test you. The, you don't I want t- me. Gronk test the waters. Gronk test the waters. I think Gronk test the waters. What's so amazing about this story is that Vince is going to offer him anything because Vince is notoriously cheap when it comes to his guys they're all independent contractors right he doesn't pay for them to travel you right. got you guys like the john cena's and the you know the bigger names right. who, who can afford to pay their own jet and whatnot but a lot of these other guys they're driving themselves to yeah, and from each city there's no middle class with vince yeah so 
He knows that he has to have. But this, what he's trying to do second time around, trust me, Vince does not want to be embarrassed no, McMahon, no, about, no, no, about no. failing with the XFL again. So if he's going to do it this time, I think he realizes, like they did with the USFL, you've got to make offers to Jim Kelly. Uh, you got to make offers to uh, Young, Steve Young mm-hmm. also signed with them, and Herschel Walker. So he took some of the biggest players coming out of college, and he got them with the dollars. Yeah. Now, if you were to examine those contracts when they came out, I think it was uh, the Gamblers or whatever it was that got Kelly, and it said $47 million at yeah. the time, which was just an astronomical amount of money to play somebody, pay someone to throw a football. But with that said... If you looked close at it, it was if you lead the league in passing. If you lead sure, each thing sure, with, sure. These, with these $500,000 bumps sure. that he was not guaranteed. It was the so, up to $47 right, million. Right. So he had the, the potential to make $47 million, but he would have had to have done everything and won the title and yeah. been the MVP and gone to Disneyland and all of it. All of it. So There's one thing to keep in mind, though. Uh, WWE is, is a, public, a publicly traded company, so they have, in theory, much more money to deal with. McMahon is uh, funding himself uh, the XFL, so you might not have as much money to play with to attract a Gronkowski or someone else. He's got $1.2 billion. He's got the cash. He's he's got the money. I think that he's got to invest in a guy like Gronkowski coming off a Super Bowl because you've got to have a name to give it some validity. Well, you you, you bring up a good point. It's a guy like. So he, he needs more than one. He needs on each team. He needs to get something. Mm-hmm. And, and the smart thing about it would be, if I can pay Gronkowski a million dollars a year with incentives that could grow to, you know, whatever. And then I'm sure they throw in, we want you to wrestle a couple mm-hmm. of times. Yeah, we want yeah, you yeah. To, but, but for him, to be a... And I think what's going to be interesting is he'll be a player coach. How cool would that be that you're calling the plays and you go, damn it, and you throw your helmet on. And he gets in but, there. But, but, but more importantly... He needs to attract that immediate attention because like, we, we've talked about our shows. So that if I go do a morning show mm-hmm. and you have your K-Rock show, how many people really from your show are going to be interested in listening to what a 57-year-old man says about Trump? I don't know. I, I, There's I, some crossover, but well, there, might, there, there might be some. Yeah. Might be some but I don't think it's a huge because you're, right. you're, you're a rock and roll guy and you have your set following your guys. I doubt very many of them are going to come over to listen to me. With that said... You're taking directly from the NFL pool now. You know, these are guys that watch football. You better entertain them, and it can't be gimmicky stuff. They actually have to be able to play some football, too. Yeah. So, and I think they're going to, you know, remember the movie The Replacements? Sure. With Keanu Reeves? Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be that slinging, trick play, blah, but, but, you know, Watching Canadian football, when you watch, when I used to live up there, I would watch the receivers get to start like 10 yards back and run at you before the ball is snapped. The defensive backs don't have a prayer in the <laughs> Canadian Football League. These guys are running full speed by the time they get to the line of scrimmage, and you've got to guard them. I have two questions for you, Tell uh, Daniel, because number one, I think this is kind of like the world you come from, the Hollywood world, uh-huh. where if you get the one guy signed on, it's easier to get more signed on. So if, like, with a movie, you're making a movie, you get uh, Harrison Ford signed on, then you can go around saying, well, Harrison Ford's on board. This is kind of like that. He's got the XFL. He can say, well, Rob Gronkowski is on board. Why don't you come over? Well, it does. Again, he's trying to buy some legitimacy. Yeah. You know, he definitely is. Here's the other interesting thing that they've said about the league, which I don't buy for a minute. These guys are all going to be the dog pound. They're all going to be... Um, um, 
uh, the silver and black, you know, mm-hmm. Raiders type yeah. of guy. So you're going to get a lot of guys, like, look for how many guys who got kicked out, suspended, drug tested, whatever, right. that are going to say, these are legitimate guys. There was a story about a guy who went to uh, Emmons or, or Evans who was gunned down uh, in Detroit recently on a drug deal. He played for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Uh, and he went to my alma mater, Ball State University, and they, they found the guy. He was, you know, shot in the back of the head on his right. knees the whole bit. He was, he was you know... Uh, executed. Uh, executed, for sure. With, with another... He brought his cousin up there on some yeah. drug deal, and they took him out. So, but but this guy was kicked out of the league for a while. You know, I mean, so they've made it sound like you're going to have to pass this amazing criteria. They're going to have to bend some of that to get real yeah. ball players because if they were that good, they'd be playing in the NFL. Yeah. So there are a certain amount of guys that are close to that good that don't get in there that that could arguably play for other people. You know, but again, don't think they're not going to make a run at a guy like Manziel. Sure. You know what I mean, for, sure. <laughs> Manziel's got to look at it. He's going up to Canada now thinking about playing. You know? Right. So for him to come home in the XFL and and, and now there's a guy – McMahon should throw a big number at. Throw the number at Manziel. Get him in the game. Get him in. Uh, yeah. It, He's going to make ESPN every day. Every day. Because it's it's news of him back in the game. My For second sure. question is this. The league isn't going to start playing until 2020. What do you do with Rob Gronkowski for, if, say, say you sign him tomorrow, what do you do with him until 2020? I don't think... Well, first of all, he could be their poster boy and everything if they don't plan. He's on just doing playing. all the, per- the press. Yeah, the I mean, you know, yeah. He's showing up at wrestling. It's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Joe brings up a really good point. There's for a once. lot. Of <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Now, now, boys. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, he, th- there's a lot of talent uh, and a lot of money in that WWE. They got they got a yeah. war chest of cash. So, we, and it's a publicly traded item now. So, with that said, um, don't think that they wouldn't just totally exploit him as you know. I mean, sure. look, look at look at Hollywood Fred Blassie. You know, and yeah. these these guys that were he's going to be the Hollywood Fred Blassie, or he plays yeah. another year in New England. Mm-hmm. And they wait for him. You know what I mean? They, they don't need him too. in 2019. Yeah. So let, let, you think New England's not going to sign Gronkowski to a one-year deal? If they don't, he'll go sign with him. Th- isn't he still got one more year left anyway? I think we said that. Yeah, we looked at his, he was going to hang one more Perfect. year. Perfect. That's 2019, ready for 2020. Right out. With come one, on. One more Super Bowl, and then you come out and play the uh, XFL. He's not going to win another Super Bowl. <laughs> He's not going to win another Super Bowl. That's not going to happen. I've, I, I've uh, been able to pick up, um, I looked at some really amazing amazing strange worldwide sports yeah uh and and so i've got a couple of them here that i'm going to talk about i'm also while we're going into this break going to try to get the mole on the phone i'd like to get an update on a mole update a mole alert he's on the road somewhere but, uh, that's we got to get him we got to get him so, oh and speaking of super bowls too you did bring up the nick Foles controversy too we should talk I about did. that we got the nick Foles controversy and we got a, a round of so what two more segments left We'll be right back with the Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN Radio. Syracuse football plays here. And into the end zone. Touchdown, Orange. ESPN AM 1200. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Folly on the phone. Hey, now. So, listen, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna put everything on hold right now. You know why? Because Paulie the Mole giving us his on his way to Durham update. Paulie the Mole, are you there? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereabouts are you right now, All right, man? So let's start from the beginning. Bring us to the beginning. So you climbed out of your mother's vagina. And wow. Then like, hey, now. No. So, so how long ago did I you leave? Climb with, I'm the youngest to eight, so it's kind of just a... Uh, He's like being on a water slide, wasn't <laughs> it? That's you landed on your head. <laughs> So, uh, where, where are you? And uh, take uh, what time did you leave? Get take us through it. 
Uh, I left about 8 this morning, and I just passed Richmond. I'm about 130 miles uh, from here. Feeling good? Yeah, I had some BK and some Chick-fil-A. So. You've eaten twice? I you guess just, there's you're just four. a mess. You're a mess <laughs> eating that fast food I'm not crap. Pl- not playing beat the clock. Trying to find a TNA or a bread stop. Well, yeah, you've mixed BK yeah. and Chick Fil A. You're about to do a, 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 an anal impression of your mother giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, all right. So you're going to get there. Now, take it. What happens? You get there. You check in, and then there are responsibilities tonight for the game. Or I uh, know I'm going to shower, and then uh, I actually got invited out to dinner with the bigwigs from IMG. So that wow. never happened. They're probably getting fired tonight. Yeah, maybe they're firing you. <laughs> they're going to bring you out to a nice meal and fire you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen, if they fire you, you better not hit that buzzer like that, Salzone, because <laughs> if they fire him, he's here full time, all the time. Oh, you, yeah. you don't get any breaks. Yeah, Salzone likes when you go away. Salzone threw you under a small number four bus uh, <laughs> or, or earlier in the show. Uh, Why? Well, you know. All, he just, all I said is I hope he stays in Durham. That's all. Yeah, well, now, is it not true, am I wrong in announcing on air that you do have a special spot in your heart for Joe Salzone? Yes, I do. I, I wouldn't have hired him if I didn't. That's right. See? Now, can't you take that in and be accepting of that and know that he's your friend? He just has to make tough decisions? I accept it. All right. Oh, he he's, looks he's, so comfortable right he's, now. He's a fine person. <laughs> tell the, tell Paulie you, you love him. Like I love you, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> See the heel healing. You're, you're a dick sometimes. I love you more. Then healing. Have this conversation off the air, maybe. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, boss, yeah. No, you're not a bad boss. No, you're a great boss. Now shut the hell up! And- <laughs> yeah, right. I got, I got your, uh, I got your shift covered for the lacrosse game because you, you're too lazy to work on a Sunday. Because I booked something else a month in advance. Did he tell <laughs> you uh, that he is going to be working all next week in the mornings with Daniel Baldwin on uh, TK or no? No, and he can't because he doesn't have the hours. Well, I think you've been vetoed. Yeah, no, you've been vetoed. You get, let me tell you something. You've been vetoed by the great Ed Levine, my friend. Okay, you know how long that veto will last? Wait till his paycheck comes in the first department heads. He'll either get fired from ESPN or you can have him. <laughs> well, can we, cro- can we cross it over and have TK pay him from one check and ESPN the other? No, it all comes from the same pocket, dude, and it'll all come down on my head. Okay, well, listen, so, listen. You can always just say, Baldwin told me that you said that that was okay, and 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 so I don't know I don't know what more to say because you're not paying uh, um, uh, Gomez and Lisa unless they have paid vacation. I guess they have paid, paid vacation. vacation. Yeah, yeah. So I went in and I said they they, they said they were going to air. Uh, Gomez announced to me that uh, they were going dark, and then I said, well, what do you put on in its place? And they said, we put on the best of Gomez and Lisa. Now, I don't want to have suicides become rampant in the morning in this <laughs> town next week. So I, I said uh, to Ed, I go, does that make any sense that you're doing that? Or while I'm you know, getting used to doing this, why don't you just let me fly free? Give me Joe, who knows how to do the board. He goes, done, done, do it. Okay. So I mean I, I'm not sure I don't I certainly you know you're one of my partners on the show I don't want to get yeah. make this no, bad no, on I, you should I, I bring this back up to Ed? No 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 I thought it was a permanent thing one week's gonna be fine. No no it's it's just for a week until until we're number okay. one and Josh wants to come cancel his show and come over to I us. Do. I'm gonna come groveling over. Yeah baby. But I, I will tell you this Ed will forget in a week that you he said okay and I'll get I will get at least yelled at once for having overtime hours. <laughs> Yeah, but that'll be fun for all of us, really. To be honest, so, whatever. Well, listen, I'm bringing I'm bringing Jacqueline in, and uh, you know we're setting the table right now, babe. 
We're setting the table. You know what I'm saying? So you're going out with the big wigs over over at corporate, forgetting about all your friends, of course, I'm sure. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then tomorrow you get up. So it's uh, what time is the game at tomorrow? Uh, 6.15. 6.15. So what's a day on the road when you're producing such a big show down there? I mean, this is national attention. Are they on? He sleeps till 5.45 and then he heads over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I usually get up. I go over to the arena sometimes with the videographer for SU, and I set up the broadcast usually around five or six hours before, and then I go to the SU meeting with Matt and Coach Sadlin, and we watch uh, what Beheim tells the team they need to do so they can take notes for the game, and then uh, we head over to the arena a couple hours uh, before tip-off, and we're on the air an hour and a half before. And doesn't Cameron Indoor suck to have the game because you're, like, up in the rafters? They put you in a catwalk upstairs that if a fire ever broke out, you would die in a fire. <laughs> no, there's no getting out. How old is the building? Is it like a, you know, it's old? Well, it's a high school gym. It's, it's, it's legitimately not fun. I couldn't imagine to be a fan and watch a game there because it's a thousand degrees. You're, it's asses to elbows with a bunch of greasy college kids. You know. Okay, so 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 here's something I don't understand in 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 today's corporate America, and the fact obviously it's a rarity that you get to be a university that plays in a dome. But with that said, Duke has been probably in the top ten every single year, you know, with the exception of maybe one mm-hmm. for the last since Shishovsky's for you know right. tenure. So why in God's name would they not spend the money down there to build something that's more apropos? Yeah. Yeah, why? You ask the question I ask every year. Why don't they build an eighteen to twenty thousand seat arena and make some money off of tickets? But something's got to be working because they're they're still doing it. So I'm guessing the tickets cost a pretty penny there. Yeah, I mean you can be. It's mostly kids in there. You're not going to be able to buy a ticket as just a standard. It's mostly the students. Well, I mean, they do, they do have a large, I remember noticing that going to Syracuse games. Absent is a large Syracuse University crowd as far as students yeah. are concerned. I don't think they draw that much. Although, you know, the exception would be a Duke, North Carolina, where you, where you tend to pack them in anyway. Um, but uh, I would think that the, the Durham and, and, you know, and, and, and the outs, outlining towns and cities would pack in to come to a game like that if the seats were available. What's, what's the capacity of the stadium? I'm I eight to ten. I'm guessing. How is that? How is that? Pop? I mean, you'd think Duke could put twenty five in every game. Yeah, Paulie, did yeah, you see yeah. the? Did you see the news break today about Duke students and the uh, payments from the, from the agents? Uh, yeah, I did. You see this? Duke is the new one. It's Duke, North Carolina, Texas, Kentucky, a bunch of colleges. Yeah, Shishesky's on the take. He's out. Watch. <laughs> I'm going to call it right here on the show. Well, this could be I haven't like, got, like, I've been in the car the whole time. I haven't gotten the full rundown. There was no Syracuse players, hopefully. One Syracuse player's name was scribbled by hand on a sheet, and it turned out his explanation for that was that this particular agent they were talking about happened to be a family friend, yeah. but he denied any you know knowledge of or any taking of anything from this guy. So I don't Thank think you're going to see a certain... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot like everybody in the ACC gets sanctioned now yeah, as exactly. we're building. Wait, I'm interested to see is the Duke player is currently playing, right? Like well, that's what I, I, I asked Matt Park. I said... Isn't there a possibility? Now, their number one player is, is probably not going to play because of injury, mm-hmm. and they're going to be, you know, against Syracuse at this this time of the season. I think they're going to be, they're going to they're gonna err on the side of caution. 
But, but there is a player that's named in this, and I said, is there any chance that they sanction him now? Or, they, or the team will sanction him? Because remember, if they risk playing him and something turns up, they forfeit that game. So they have knowledge of it now. Do they err on the side of caution and maybe sit this kid right now just to make sure that they don't have to forfeit the game against Syracuse? Well, it's Wendell Carter. Is he the one who's out with the injury? Uh, no, that's Bagley. No, yeah, no, so, no. It's a different player that plays. So Wendell so, Carter is the one that got some cash uh, from agents, but allegedly. Yeah, again, I don't think they'll sit him until they is you know until it's proven. I, you know. Yes, but if it's proven, they revert back to every game that he played. Remember yeah. that. So you would, you, you would essentially be forfeiting this game. If he steps on that court, you forfeit the game. He doesn't even have to score. He just has to step you, on the court. Then you go back to that argument of, oh, wow, they took a game away from us that we know we won. So, yeah. You know? Yeah, well, you, oh, well, let's hope they don't come up with any significant proof before the tournament because then you're forfeiting every game and you're not getting into the tournament. You know what this is, though? If every other team has to forfeit wins, we're, Syracuse will uh, win the NCAA tournament no, no, this no, year. Number one team in the number nation. Number one team in the nation. Number one team in the nation. <laughs> Vaulted, oh, skyrocketed up the rankings. Just stay clean and we'll be yeah. number one, baby. Yeah, we, That's don't, all you gotta we, do. we don't have to beat Clemson anymore. They're not even allowed to play us. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play Clemson High School instead. Exactly right. <laughs> all right, Polly, we'll travel safe. Don't crap your pants, okay? Yeah, be safe. Uh, all right, later, bro. See you. Right, see you, man. It's a great Polly checking in from the road. Want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break and come back and uh, let's do it. wind up this biatri week. Take us out. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, Syracuse. Tomorrow, Syracuse Lacrosse is back right here on ESPN 97.7. Syracuse hosts Army West Point at 2 o'clock. Orange pregame at 1.30. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now, and we're back with a short and final segment. So we're going to play a little so what. Joe, what do you got for us? All right, got a couple stories here. First, Drexel has made history. After trailing by 34 points, Drexel came back to beat Delaware 85-83. to The comeback victory marks a new record for Division One. I. I like a good comeback story. You know what? Did you hear this, though? I mean, so uh, uh, Gomez brought it up in the morning to Coach Beheim, And so I started thinking about it, and I said... Coach, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're up 53-12 to 12 or something, they were, yeah. I mean, it was some ridiculous number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you say what they were up? In your story? Uh, they had a 34-point advantage. They had a 34-point advantage. So what did I say? It was 53. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. You're right there. I'm right around there. So, And they come back, and that's at halftime. Yep. That was at halftime. Yeah. So I said, Coach, you could have just taken the ball and dribbled it up court and held it. And then turned it over every time every you had time, the ball, yeah, yeah. and you would have won. I go. It, it required with the amount of time left in the game for them to turn it over and then score quickly inside of forty-five seconds, multiple times in order to catch up to them. It, it, it's ridiculous to think that they lost this game. Did half of Delaware's team pass away during halftime or something? Like, or did they go home? Or like, how do you turn around and you know, come I, back from that? I, 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 it's dumbfounding to think that you could lose a game, and that's got to be you know. That's something that you lose a coach over. He's got to. He's got to go. He's got to go. What do you got else, Joe? A Canadian women's hockey player says she's sorry after taking off her Olympic medal. Jocelyn Laroque removed her silver medal after Team USA beat Team Canada three to two. We were talking about this as it happened yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She uh, she was on the podium. They put the silver medal on her. It's the first time that the U.S. have beaten 
Canada uh, to win the gold medal in women's hockey, and this girl took it like in dis- with a, a very disdained face. She was making a statement, yeah. She made a statement. She took the medal off like saying, you know, whatever you want to, I could fill in the blank. She's like, second place isn't winning, I don't want I saw the video right. with no sound uh, last night. I was in a restaurant, They ESPN was on, and they were talking you about You can it. say that you were in a sports bar or a bar, Joe. No, we it, was, know you it, was, were. it was just a regular were bar. Were you drinking by yourself at a bar, Joe? I may have. All right. That's and, fine. And uh, as, as usual. <laughs> and I, even I, who uh, I, I admit that I don't know anything about sports and don't care about sports, uh, but uh, I, even I thought that's odd. That yeah, she, it's that, odd. Not only that she would take it off, but she would look so uh, pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. It was Well, actually, it was very unsportsmanlike, and uh, I'm sure that the reason that she uh, apologized was... She got an earful. Oh, I'm sure she got back. How yeah. classless mm-hmm. that was. So I'm not going to give that. That's two in a row. No, so what's your This could be a record. Go, Joe. You're on right. a roll. Here we go. Actress Jane Seymour. So what? So what? <laughs> Just waiting to do it. Go ahead. Actress Jane Seymour making an appearance in Playboy. The 67-year-old first appeared in Playboy more than three decades ago. Oh, I got to look those up. Jane the current ones? Oh, there, yeah, yeah. So, so now she used to be with Jimmy Keach, Stacy Keach's brother, and I got to know Jimmy because he was a director and producer on my brother Stephen's TV series, The Young Writers. Great guy. She was a lovely woman. Sixty-seven, and she's posing now. I can't find the news. Is this because we're gonna? Well, they're not new. Remember, Playboy uh, uh, a couple years ago, or maybe it was last year, uh, uh, stopped doing nudes. Oh, brilliant decision. There she is. That ain't so bad. Yeah. Photoshop does wonders. Right there. She's, I mean, she's covered up in a bearskin rug, for God's sake. I can't see a... <laughs> oh, these the shots from right there is going to be the, those? That's the Playboy shot, yeah. Little Come on. skimpy lingerie. There's got to be more than that from the shoot. Where's the, where's the, okay, where's her nude from back in the day? Hold on. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. So let's see. That's let's see. Let's oh. see. That's, that's it? Yes. It's over? Yes. Oh, we need, when you're going to fill it. Okay, so here's the... <laughs> I got, I'm looking at the old nudes. Yeah. And the old news, wow, she was very pretty. Look at that. That's very, she had a very pretty face. Uh, and now I'm looking. I, I Googled Jane Seymour new nudes. And you know what? It's just not bringing it up. Because she, she's not nude. He's exactly right. Playboy got rid of nudes a while ago. Well, you it know what? a slap keep, in the face to the American public. I keep abreast of these things. Do you really? Thank you. Yeah, or, a, or a couple. Thank you very much. Joe started uh, getting his Playboys at the house, and he was like, well, these aren't naked. I don't yeah. need these anymore. Did your mother ever catch anything that, knew, that she knew you were getting to work? No, never. 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 My, I had an ex mm-hmm. that was at my house, and evidently, I guess Stephen thought the coast was clear, mm-hmm. and he was in the upstairs bedroom. He was probably 15, 16, yeah. so I was 22. And so the girlfriend came over, and I told her, yeah, no, it's upstairs. Where I was like, yeah. you know, my wallet, go yeah, get right. it. And she opens the door, the music, you know, Kiss is playing in the background, and Stephen is lying on his back, full-blown, <laughs> eyes closed. Working just, his love gun? Just getting at it. Getting at it. And she said she stood in the door and was paralyzed. Yeah. And he, he, didn't, he never saw her and she walked out. And this is before cell phones, anything. She drove all the way back and I went, what did you do? Where's the wallet? And she went, she tells me the whole story. I went, well, if his eyes were closed, you could have just walked in there and yeah. grabbed the watch. She goes, I wasn't walking in there. He was at it. Like, yeah, at see, it. We don't have we don't understand the relationship that is the Baldwin brothers. So you, to you, you go, yeah, that's fine. You walk past them. It's over there on the well, nightstand. Give him a hand. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a hand. That'll wrap up a week of the Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Thank you so much. Of course, Brent Axe will be joining you next. 
Cuse, Duke, quickly. Uh, ten seconds. You're calling the Cuse Duke game. It's 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 not going to be pretty. Not going to be pretty. Yeah. No. Joe Salzone, do you have any impersonation whatsoever? Yep. Impression. I uh, one team will win. One won't. Yeah, one team will win, one, one team, team will win. You heard it here first on ESPN Radio. <laughs> Joe own correct again. Always right. Brent Axe up next. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino.